I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Belisai. I'm here in the studio with my co-host and producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hey, Matt. Actually, I lied. I'm not here, bitch. That's me calling you a bitch from the future. (laughs) Because right now, as you're hearing this, probably I'm in Italy, bitch. Oh, buongiorno. 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 Oh, God. I'm absolutely going to get murdered by the mafia, for sure. Mostly because I'm going in fully expecting to meet the mafia. (laughs) But yes, we are off this week and next week, but we don't want to leave you high and dry. No, so we went way back into the Unhappy Hour archives and dug up some of our favorite guest complainer interviews. We wanted to bring them back, bring back the laughs, take a little trip down memory lane. Yeah, and I know what you're thinking. I hate when podcasts do this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shut up, okay? Sometimes I need a vacation. Yeah. I'm right now meeting an Italian (gasps) man on a beach, probably. He's probably bringing you some limoncello. Yeah. I'm putting his limp linguine in my mouth. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Right, because pasta works the other way. When you heat it up, it gets soft. Right. So... Think of, Interesting. Just, just mu- Interesting. mull over this puzzle <laughs> while you enjoy this episode. We have what I actually am like even more excited for than a regular episode. <laughs> Obviously. We're doing a two-parter. Everyone here should know that we love Joe Firestone. We yes. love the chaos that comes from a Joe Firestone guest complainer interview. And we thought, what's better than putting out one rerun of Joe Firestone? putting out both in one episode. So we got for you today the interview that we did originally with Joe Firestone in November 2018 and the interview we did with Joe Firestone in June 2021. Yeah, it's going to be a Joe Firestone double feature. She is perhaps our most iconic guest of all time. (laughs) And um, that remains true. Yeah. In December 20, what year is it? In April 2022. (laughs) In May 2022. (laughs) Time has no meaning. Um, And guess what? These interviews with Joe Firestone also have no meaning because (laughs) she she takes us all over the place and that's why we absolutely love her. So enjoy this look back on our interviews with Joe Firestone. Enjoy. We miss you. We love you. We'll be back in two weeks. My guest complainer today is comedian Joe Firestone. You've seen her on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. You've seen her on Joe Para Talks With You, The Chris Gethard Show. You've listened to her comedy album, The Hits, and her podcast, Dr. Game Show. And she was just featured uh, on Comedy Central Stand-Up Presents. And if you haven't seen her listen to these things, then what are you doing with your life? Also, you should be right after you're done with this episode. Joe Firestone, mm-hmm. welcome to the 
show. Thank you so much. What an intro. I know. We are, we really just listed your entire biography. Oh, I mean, really wonderful. <laughs> Love it. It's just an IMDb listing oh. at this but now nobody has to do the work. Nobody has to do the work. Not it's even great. IMDb. <laughs> we do like to start off by asking everybody, what is one thing you hate that everybody else loves? Oh, I thought it was one thing I love that everyone else hates. I'll accept that okay. also. Okay, I'm so sorry. Sometimes I get things mixed up in emails. <laughs> Um, okay, can I tell you what I love? Sure. Hot fruit. Mmm. Hot fruit. Mm. When you say fruit that generally, it does concern me because my mind does not go to like the normal thing. But okay, so Explain like, explain to me what fruit. Have you ever been berry picking? <laughs> God, no. Okay. I, I hope I never find myself well, in that situation. I hope you do. I hope you do. And I hope you find yourself saying, what a good surprise. It's the berries are so hot because they've been in the summer sun. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I think, why don't we microwave fruit? Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. I, mean, I think I feel we that, should microwave fruit. <laughs> feel that way about most most things shouldn't be microwaved. Should be. Should be microwave. No, just like of the majority of things, I feel like most of them Should are, be. are good not being microwaved. No, I think they're much better microwaved. So berries specifically? I would put berries in the microwave. <laughs> what berries? I would put pizza in the microwave. Sure. Okay. That I'm on board with. I love the microwave. <laughs> well, this is this is related, I think, to growing up in the Midwest. You're a Midwesterner, right? Yeah. I What's do that think, have to do with it? I think I think the microwave no, is a Midwestern. It's a universally <laughs> loved appliance. It's a beloved appliance. I'm only speaking from my experience. Right. Also a Midwesterner. Sure. Where in the Midwest did you grow up? St. Louis. Okay. Not home with a microwave. It's just no, independent. Very true. Uh, I only ask because we did extensive research and your hometown is very difficult to, to discern from what is available on the World Wide Web. What do you mean? And that my producers who stalked you mm-hmm. were unable to find your hometown. So I thought maybe you were like hiding it. Interesting. Yes, I'm hiding it. <laughs> well, it's we'll London, redact. actually. London, the UK. <laughs> right, I could heard tell. of it. I could tell from mm-hmm. your accent. Yeah, right. I'm from London. No, I think when I first moved to New York, my mother, more than anything else, more than like getting stabbed on the street, she was concerned that I did not have a microwave. That and she was should like, be. Yeah. How are you going to cook? My apartment on the Upper West Side did not have an oven. For a full year, I lived without because I stupidly assumed that beneath the stovetop there would be an oven. <laughs> I never checked, Uh-oh. and then I, when I moved in, I was like, "Oh, this There's is just no... cabinets for real." <laughs> yeah, under the stove, it right. seems like it'd be easier, less of a fire hazard to just put an oven in there. Exactly. No, it was just like exposed wires. Maybe there was a, an oven at some point. I bet you could have cooked something in those drawers. <laughs> Probably could. <laughs> I bet that was a secret oven. I I didn't check for a bathroom in my first apartment. And there was none. Oh, no. None. That seems like a, a, a bigger miss. Yeah, you got to go somewhere else then. Was it like in the hallway or yeah, just Yeah, down not... the hall, shared bathroom. I don't like that at all. Shared. That is, how long did you have to live like that? I lived like that for eight months and I couldn't take it anymore. I, I'm proud of you for making it even that long. That's my biggest nightmare, I think. Not having a bathroom? Yeah. You think that's your biggest nightmare? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, I would go that far. What about I'm somebody, doubling down? What about somebody chasing you with a with um with a with throwing stars? 
I think as long as there was like a bathroom at the end of the chase, I'd be fine. Yeah, you were out of your mind. <laughs> my uh, my Upper West Side apartment also only had like half a bathroom. Like it didn't have a full door. It just had like a sliding. Oh, kind I thought of you meant accordion. like Willy Wonka style, like half a toilet. <laughs> like, everything was sliced in half. That'd be pretty cool. And basically, basically, That'd like my thighs touched the wall when I sat down. It was it was an experience. Wouldn't that be unfortunate if you thought it was cool to have half a toilet, but then all your waste just ended up in a pile? It slid down. I mean, I imagine some of it would would get down there eventually. No, no, definitely. <laughs> You'd have to make a little slide. I mean, yeah, that toilet it might as well have been half a toilet. Might, at one, might as well. At one point, I flushed it, and it just didn't stop flushing, like violently <laughs> flowing water. Listen, and I had to live like angry. that. <laughs> you needed to pay homage to it. I guess so. It yeah. was very hungry. Anyway, ew. Um. <laughs> I'm still I'm still on it. microwaves as not a Midwestern appliance. It's a universal appliance. Okay. Uh, People love it as much as they love the computer. Right. And the toaster. Right, right. Tell me about your 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 childhood in the Midwest. What do you mean? How did growing up in the Midwest shape Joe Firestone? I don't know. That's a really hard <laughs> it's a, question. It's a broad question. Um uh, I don't know. How do you answer that question? I, I love the green. I feel like at uh, growing up in the Midwest, I either I, you have two choices: like go into comedy or become like a serial killer. Those, those are, are the two. The, those are the two career choices, I think, or podcast producer. Thanks. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's just like I, I, I feel like there's so little to do that you. I had no choice but to like stew in my own experience. Oh. And and therefore... I had lots to do. Yeah. Yes. Maybe St. Louis was more exciting than... Yeah, I had lots to do. My friends and I, we would get together every Friday and Saturday night. We would dip our faces in water and then dip our faces in sprinkles. So, sure, yeah, we sure. had a ton of stuff to do. And um, Right, right. Yeah. Was there a name for that or just... No, or just Friday it didn't night. need a name. We, we just Friday night. <laughs> How long have you lived in New York? Uh, eight years. Okay, so the mid the Midwest has has have you have you grown beyond it? Um, I still love St. Louis, but uh, I don't really love New York as any more than it. I know there's certain cities I don't like at all, but some. But I like New York. Yeah, it feels like home. I, mean, I assume you travel around a lot and do comedy sure. in a lot of places. Is there one place that you're like, I hate this place in particular? I hate San Francisco. <laughs> Why? Because it's freezing. <laughs> because of the gays. The gays. Right. They're the everywhere. cold gays. It's so cold there. It's always cold there. I never shivered so much in my life than in San Francisco, California. Have you been there like in the summertime? No. That that's I don't probably even, why. No, it's too cold. You shouldn't mid- be called California. Midwesterners should. You should be steeled against the cold. It's too. It's too cold there. I've shivered, shivered and shivered That's in true. San Francisco. That should be a song. I shivered in San Francisco. <laughs> you can write it. I don't. I don't think anybody else is on that beat. I microwaved in Minneapolis. Yeah, I feel like this could be a good song. We're, yeah, we're, about we, the, the ball is rolling on this on yes. this hit forthcoming yes. hit. Yes. Um, I watched your special. It's very funny. Oh, thanks. Um, don't you love that when someone's like, "It's very funny." There's nothing. There's nothing. Do to you say watch to that. specials? I love specials. You love them. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel so judged. Mm, I just don't believe you at all. Do you watch specials? Mm, sometimes. Not all the time. Right, right. Like right I now, for example. Right now, I haven't watched one in a week. That's a long time. You know, specials is supposed to indicate once in a lifetime. <laughs> we do throw the, the word we throw special out the around. Word, you know, that's used to describe split pea soup. You know what I mean? Is it? Like at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the special. Oh, right. On special today. Yeah. Do you know uh, what I learned? What's that? I learned from my friend Joe that uh, you're not supposed to get fish from a restaurant on a Monday. Why? Because it's it's the weekend's leftovers. Did you know that? I did not know that. He I... learned that from the Anthony Bourdain book on tape. Oh, Specifically on tape, I yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that was exclusive to the audiobook. Yeah, I think I I just generally avoid ordering fish all the time. You don't like it. I'm not a big seafood person. Why? How do you celebrate? <laughs> um, I do. You have a celebratory What's the celebratory <laughs> a food. Celebratory uh, like fillet of fish. I know what I do for celebration. <laughs> like a tuna. Sandwich. No way, no way. See, I think I always used to have, like, when I was younger, I'd have tuna sandwiches and things. But that was, it was mostly about the mayonnaise. Love the mayonnaise. The tuna was second, second. My brother, he has a theory that everybody secretly loves mayonnaise, even if you say you hate it. And what he does is he's like, uh, you like mayonnaise? Say no. No. Oh, well, what about chicken salad? And then he thinks he's <laughs> got a gotcha moment. And that guy is 36 years old. You know what? <laughs> we, they can't all be winners. 36. He's got two kids, and he thinks the gotcha moment is tricking people into admitting they like chicken salad. We were just talking about this, because so many places in New York have, like, the sandwich that gets named after the person who visits wherever. You what? Know, what are you talking about? There's, like, what sandwiches. There's, like, famous you sandwiches. You just made up that phenomenon. I never even heard of that before. If you had... It, places all over New York? All over. You can't make this stuff up and just tell me that. It's true. It's when, true now. When did that happen? Where? One place, tell me. I don't know. Someplace Barry just went. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm trying to... I, I, I don't know. I don't know any of it. The Reuben. The Reuben. The There's, Reuben is not after a person. Reuben Stutter had had a sandwich. Oh, my gosh. If you... If there was a joke... Firestone sandwich, there what would it be? Oh, my friend got a sandwich named after him. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I don't know about. what you're talking about. My friend Julio got a sandwich named after him. Julio Torres? Julio Torres. What is the Julio Torres sandwich? Let me see if I remember. I think it is, it's a bagel at his bagel place. It's, uh, I think it's, it's either poppy seed or pumpernickel bagel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with vegan cream cheese and cucumber and tomato and maybe... Maybe uh, avocado. This doesn't sound like a sandwich. That's what he likes. He gets it every morning, or every maybe he morning? used to. I don't know if he still does, but he used to. But he moved. But he used to get it every morning. This is not my information to share. Oh, I know. Uh, well, we'll ask Julio about it. Yeah. But if, if there was a Joe Firestone sandwich, what would it be? Oh, uh, what? Did... See, my it made me think of it because mine would be chicken salad. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't take a food that's a regular food. That's the problem, though. You have to add something. It's not special enough. Just add one thing. Big deal. (sighs) I don't know. With, like, grapes? What? (laughs) 
Okay, that's there very... Is, there is a very good... Uh, the first apartment I lived in, uh, there was a bakery down the street. I don't remember its name, but it has the best chicken salad sandwich in New York. And I just want to claim it as mine. But you need to put something on it, and you want to put grapes. <laughs> I think grapes are in it. Okay. Or Well, apples. then you need to add something else. You want to put apples on it? On the grape... Chicken salad? I'll work on it. I'll you work on it. You gotta do something because it can't just claim a sandwich. You can't just say turkey and cheese. <laughs> that's me. It looks bad. It's that's that's really all you have to know about me. Um, that's just shameful. You know, I do get a regular sandwich at this deli I go to. Yeah, but they don't they don't call it me. What is it? It's toasted whole wheat. Uh huh. I got a layer of hummus there. Uh-huh. I got a cheddar cheese. I got tomato. I got avocado. And it, oh, it splits. I take a bite, and then it all comes out of either side. Right, right. It's not a con- well-constructed sandwich. It's a slippy, <laughs> slidey. Yeah. I do get um, chicken salad on a croissant, which I know you have a bit about croissants. You do get that? I do. Mm. It's very difficult to eat. Yeah. Because yeah. a croissant is basically inedible. What do you mean? It's like it's like eating a cloud of bread. no. It's not. No. It's not a solid. No. 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 <laughs> yes. No. Uh, I can attest no. it. it. It's no, entered de- my you're mouth. You're demanding <laughs> too much from your bread. What do you want from your bread? Just to like. You want stay a hoagie roll? Or just do you want to, a roll? Just like stay in a solid Why don't you form. Just stick with rolls, okay? You don't. If I, you can't understand the nuance of different breads, you don't even deserve to go beyond a roll. I do think it's the consistency of a hearty chicken salad on a delicate croissant that perhaps does not mix well, but maybe that's maybe that's my it's, sandwich. It's too wet. It's a wet. It's too wet of a food. So uh, things from your your comedy special that I have mm, questions oh about. Oh no! Come on. You uh, uh, you I do this love how fair I did this years ago. I've changed. I'm a totally different person now. Just... Do you know how cool I am now? Didn't it come out like four days ago? What? No. The Comedy at Central special? Years ago. <laughs> I'm completely different now. Um, I do love how on Comedy Central, from whatever year it was from. 2000. Right, right. I do love how they build it as Joe Firestone talks about her passion for yogurt. Like, that was that was the, the selling line. Good. Uh, Good. Tell me about your passion for yogurt. You know what? That's the problem is I don't even give a shit about <laughs> yogurt anymore. I moved on from it. It's like, yeah, it's like working at a Froyo shop. Like you're going to get sick of it eventually. Yeah. I worked at my own yogurt shop, which is my house. Right, right. Telling jokes about yogurt. It's my house. Do you honestly not like yogurt? I don't even give a shit about it anymore. <laughs> It's unreasonable that you interview me about this. Interview I'm sorry. me about current topics. <laughs> That's true. I should Current shouldn't. topics like crackers and also I just can't believe if your producers did any stocking at all, they'd know that I don't even eat yogurt anymore. <laughs> I have moved on to grapes I like that. and crackers. <laughs> okay, sure. Grapes, right. Grapes are not if you raisins wanted, specifically. I'm not even talking about raisins anymore. I'm talking about <laughs> juicy grapes, and that's what I will talk about. I told you this before I sent an email. <laughs> I'm sorry. The email who, was not passed out. Who to received me. it? Probably Barry. It's usually her fault. Well, what the fuck is wrong with this whole podcast? I sent a whole email saying I don't want to talk about anything but juicy grapes, and it is like unreasonable. I'm on thin 
I can't believe it. I am so disgusted by the way this is run. Do you eat grapes with seeds? Thank you so much. Uh, That was a suggested question that I emailed. Right. Yeah. No. I I once bought a a bag of grapes that I was like, wow, these are the biggest grapes I've ever seen. This is going to be great. And then I sat down and took a big old chomp into Uh it. And there was just a fat seed in the middle. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can you tell another grape story? (laughs) I sadly I ran out of grape stories, but (laughs) you gotta eat more grapes. I'm gonna turn the tables Mm. and ask you about your grape stories. That's perfectly fine. Any any spring to mind? Yeah, definitely. I've had all kinds of different grapes: green, purple, black. Right, Uh, Mm -hmm. and um. I just, I can tell you what color a grape is even without looking at it, just putting it in my mouth. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, for example, yeah. if I gave you grape right now, what yeah. color would it be? Are you serious? <laughs> Based on your personality? Yeah, I would say you definitely gave me a black grape. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, right. Dark, dark, dark. Dark. Just yes. evil. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. Okay. <laughs> um, let's talk about games. Okay. You uh, love games, I'm told. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you host Dr. Game Show. I do. A made-up game show. Uh-uh. Podcast. It's real. It's, it's, it's a real podcast yeah. about made-up games. No. Oh, it's gosh. a real podcast about real games. Thank you. Um, Can you erase the other parts so you don't make me sound like an idiot? Right. We'll, we'll, we'll go back. Yeah, thanks. We'll fix the tape. Wow. <laughs> So you host Dr. Game Show. I do. It's a real podcast about real games. Yes, exactly. You did it right. You also are the creator of Punderdome. Yes. Is that true? Yeah, I created it with my dad. Right. Yes. I didn't know. I, I used to work with a lot of people who uh, participated who? in Punderdome who? often. Who? Do you know Sapna? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. I worked with her. Really? She's a New York Times reporter now. Yeah, she's really cool. She's really talented at puns. She, she loves puns. She, we have a mutual friend. Yeah? Yeah. You and Sapna? Yeah. Or me and you? No. I mean, yeah, I guess we both do. Um, where did Punderdome come from? What? You and you and Dad yes. created Punderdome. Yes. What's the origin? First of all, we call him Father. Father. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And, yeah. um, uh, well, so my boss was like, my boss at the time, I was working at a coffee shop and she spent time in Austin and she was telling me about the O. Henry pun off. And I was like, we should, why doesn't Brooklyn have one of those? Right. So, so you just stole it. Yes. Nice. Definitely. That's the Brooklyn way. You know, a lot of people had podcasts before this. Did you steal a podcast? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think there was another podcast called Unhappy Hour. No. Not anymore. Because we snatched up that trademark For and then real? sued him into the ground. Are you serious? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, with I your have personality? The fa- I have the face of, like, an industrialist. Excuse me? Like the son of an industrialist. You cannot say that with the power of a podcast. People will believe you. It's true. Because I- I'm building an image in their minds. Well, I have the face of a pirate queen. And you better believe I got the body of a butterfly. <laughs> Sure. I see that. Yeah. Um, Don't look me up. Those are falsified pictures. Right. Right. Especially, yeah, because the special came out, what, yeah. 18 years ago. I have Yasmin bleak legs. <laughs> um, 
where did where did your podcast Doctor Game Show come from? I don't know. I don't know. One day I just thought it'd be funny if we played people's made up games. Uh huh. So people make up the games and then send them to us. We play them on the air. Right. Yeah. You should come do it. Please. You'll be booked with Andy Blitz. (laughs) Sure. Sure. I'm always down. Yeah. What is your favorite game that someone has called in with? Well, we had a game called Is It Raining? where people would call in and then we'd have to guess whether it was raining where they were. (laughs) That was really stupid. And then we had another game called One Peanut, Two Peanut, No Peanut, Blue Peanut. And um, you had to guess whether a person had one peanut, two peanuts, a painted blue peanut, or no peanuts in front of them. And one time a kid called in and was like trying to, we were answer, asking questions about if she had peanuts. And she said she had, ugh, she said she had two, she said she had a, a scoop of peanut butter in her mouth, which equated to two peanuts, which was outrageous. <laughs> it was disgusting. Where was she from? Virginia. That sounds about right. But a lot of children call in to the show. It's a children's show, unlike this trash. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's true. true. Yeah. We are are not for children. Yeah. Well, yeah, obvious. We did have a child as a guest. Who? Ava. Do you know Ava? Who? That's it. Who? It's just Ava. Who? That's her. Who? You know her. What? You've seen her. How? (laughs) Do you have children on your show? Yeah. Often? Sometimes. In person? I love the children. I love children. I think they're so funny. So it's like kids say the darndest things. No, it says kids play the darndest games. Did they make up the games or no, play the they games? they play the games against comedians. I see. And callers. And then Manolo is my co-host. Do you know Manolo? Um, I've heard of him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's there. He's there. What is your least favorite yes? game? Oh, my gosh. In the world. Me? Yeah. Oh, I would have to say Connect Four. Because? I just don't like it. It's just so boring. True, There's true. only one way to win, and if you miss it, then you miss it. That's true. It's sort of like Tic-Tac-Toe, but... Yeah! IRL in 3D. I don't like it. I don't like Tic-Tac-Toe either. What I also do you, don't like mini golf. As a whole? I don't like playing it. Do you like big golf? No, I don't like big golf. Why don't you like mini golf? I don't like swinging... I don't like swinging and hitting. So that, I mean, that's that's beyond just mini golf. What? That's baseball. No. Polo, uh-uh. water polo. No, don't bring that into it. So you like those? Yeah, I love water polo. Right. <laughs> Do they play with a hammer in water polo? Yeah, they play with a hammer. They bring hammers into the water. And they well, just they have the nuts. land hammer. They there have land polo. blood fucking everywhere. <laughs> it is a pool full of blood. Hammers I, are floating in the water. I have in the past questioned the uh, the veracity of a, of the name water polo. Do you know they put the horses underwater until they drown? <laughs> yeah. They drown so many horses a year playing high school water polo. Specifically high school. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because they're not trained athletes. No. They keep them underwater too long. The right. horses are begging for air. Right. I don't even know how I we got on this <laughs> Oh, mini golf. Oh, right. Mini golf. Yeah. Why? I still don't understand. Tell me you've enjoyed it. I have. Tell me when. Uh, it was probably like 2006. Yeah. <laughs> what day is it today? Huh? 12 years later? Yeah. Tell me one thing you enjoyed in 2006 besides mini golf. American Idol. Ugh, God. Come on. What do you enjoy now? Two things you enjoy now. A seedless grapes. Yes. <laughs> 
and um, chocolate-covered strawberries. You have changed so much. I know. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you like chocolate-covered strawberries. They're so sexual. I cannot eat them. They are. Well, when the chocolate is soft. Oh, it's too much. Hard chocolate is fine. That's like eating shrimp cocktails. Right. It's too sexual. Do you like escape rooms? Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) This is how you exit the room, huh? Isn't it interesting? You're like, do you like escape rooms? Because I'm out of here. I do not like escape rooms. I think they are a weird, privileged activity. Right. Because you're just paying for someone to lock you in a room. Yes. But it's a game. Don't like it. Don't like teamwork. Don't like forced teamwork. Don't like problem solving. No thanks. Let's go next door to the hookah lounge. Sure, sure. If you feel like this is a very specific escape room establishment that you went to. (laughs) Happened to be right next door to a hookah lounge. Are you a fan of hookah? No, I'd rather do that though than go to escape room. Tell me about... (laughs) What is Joe Para Talks with you? This is show... On Adult Swim, Mm -hmm. Joe Perry talks to you about different topics each episode. Got it. Barry has has attempted to to sway unhappy hour listeners to watch Joe Perry talks with you. You you played a dooms doomsdayer doomsayer. Mm -hmm. Do you have a plan for the apocalypse? Me? No. But every time I like when we were writing the show, I got really into it. I bought. 24 cliff bars. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I haven't so, really touched them. You are, your bowels will be very well regulated Excuse in the me? afterlife. Excuse me? Cliff bars. Excuse me? They're basically Get bird Get out of theater. my business. I have pretty much convinced myself that I'll I'll be the first to die in the apocalypse because I'm not prepared at all. I'm sure you have something that you can gift. No. It's a, you you're only saying that because of my weight. No, I'm saying that because of your, um, I think that you have something what is known as like human strategy. Mm, and I think that, I don't know. I feel like before I thought you had a good read on me, but now no, I don't know. Trust me. I think that you, here's what I think. I think that you're the kind of guy goes into a room, says, who are the power players? Spot them. <laughs> uh, you so nail You're them? calling me a snake. Yeah, a sneaky you slither snake. over in any room, whether you know people or not. You point out the power players, which are basically the tallest people in the room. You go up to them. You put your slippery, slippery hand into their hand. You shake it vigorously. And then you have them on your podcast. Right. That's, so, how, yeah. that's how we got you. Yeah. I, I was at a place. <laughs> You're only saying that because of my haircut. You are trying to paint a picture for these <laughs> listeners that is just false. Just because I have a, a Supreme Court nominee haircut. Honestly, the way you describe yourself, it's like you should be on a bill. <laughs> like a dollar bill? Yeah. Let's move on. We have a game we're going to play. Oh. Made just for you. Okay. Because normally we play a game called Bowl of Shit Talk, but uh, it's not really a game because it's not. So you're the only one playing, but we thought we'd try out a new game just for you. Okay. This is called Guess the Game because you know that animals that are hunted are called game. Oh, okay. I understand. It's double meaning. Okay. So we're going to play a game where we play the sound effect Mm -hmm. of game. Okay. 
And then you have to guess what kind of game it is. Okay. Are you game? What? <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. We're uh-huh. just going to play noises at you, uh-huh. and then you have to guess what they came from. I just don't understand from. why this whole interview wasn't about grapes. <laughs> Sadly, grapes don't make noise. It just seems kind of fucked up. I know. We really screwed this up. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's start playing sounds. Okay, yeah. Here are the sounds. Did you hear it? Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> Guess the I game. I did not like that. That was unpleasant. <laughs> Bat. Next, next. I don't want to hear if I'm right or wrong. I don't want to hear about that part. All right, we'll we'll do it multiple. Tr- we'll confirm. You can tell at the me. End. You can say later if I was right on all of them. Okay. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like this. Stop it. <laughs> Piggy. Okay, nice one. I don't like this. That was close. I don't even want to hear if I'm close. <laughs> This is not right. Stop! No! Stop! Cow! Move on! Close. Uh-uh. Close. Also close. Moose. Uh. Can? Can? Piggy! Piggy! Stop it! I don't like it anymore! That was a koala. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Get out of here. That's they're from the. They're I'm a, so a tired type of, of bear. these lies. They're a type of bear that lives in Australia. Mm. Bird. Wrong. Uh, Wrong. Do you know what it is? Bird. A cheetah. No. Yes, it is. That was dubbed. That's a that's it's a new, no. Dubbed, that's a YouTube authentic. series. I took that's this like video re- myself. Cheetahs with bird noises. I took that video myself. Yeah, right. On a like safari. Like you've never been close to a cheetah. <laughs> oh no, we have one more. Okay. Bird. It's a bird. It's a bird. No. It's a bird. That's my dad. It's a, a what? <laughs> No, it's an elephant seal. What? So close. You were oh, close. You got bird? it. Right. You got the same, like, general Same group. as animal seal? Did I do good? That's, I think, I mean, you were, like, zero for six. Okay. So, not, not well, horrible. Well, maybe if there was grape sounds, I'd know what kind of grape it was. Oh, to be, no, you. I would say you got one out of six. Which one? Bird? The second one, you said pig, and bird? it was a wild boar. That's pig. So I would that I would count that. Pig. First one was armadillo. And was then the it answer was pig. We and then it was pig. Yeah. Moose. Okay. Koala, cheetah, okay. elephant seal. Okay. So one out of six. Well, you tell me who gets that right, and I will call them. You are the only person who will ever play that game. Understood. Um. All right. I think that's all the time we have. But before we let you go, where can people find you and your work? They can go to Dr. Game Show, the the, the um the um the podcast, right? <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much it. And then your album is out. It's out. It's called The Hits. The Hits. The Hits. You can dig up the twenty-year-old comedy special on yeah. Comedy Central. Yeah, if you're into antiques. 
<laughs> and that's it. Wow, what a treat! Thanks for coming on. Dang, this was truly happy hour. <laughs> and I'm I'm sorry that we did not talk about grapes as much as you wanted. No, it's okay. I understand. You All guys right. try to be controversial, and I get it. We'll bring you back. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm Bobby Finger. And I'm Lindsay Weber. And I want to tell you about a podcast I think you're going to love. Who Weekly is a podcast about everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. Does celebrity news stress you out? Are there too many people you've literally never heard of? Check out Who Weekly, a podcast hosted by Lindsay Weber and me, Bobby Finger. Each episode goes deep into the biggest Who Liberty stories of the moment. And if you're still confused, we even have a weekly call-in episode where we'll answer the most burning listener queries. Who Weekly airs twice weekly with brand new episodes on Tuesdays and Fridays. Listen and follow Who Weekly on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Shimon Yai, and I have a new podcast called The Competition. Every year, 50 high school senior girls compete in a massive scholarship competition. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. All of the competitors are used to being the best and the brightest, and they're all vying for a huge cash prize. This will probably be the most intense that you've ever gone through in your life. I remember that feeling because I was one of them. I lost. But now, I'm coming back as a judge and also a kind of teen girl anthropologist. Because if you want to understand what it's like to be a young woman in America today, the competition's not a bad place to start. Hopefully, no one will die on station night. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. My guest complainer today is comedian, actor, writer, Joe Firestone. You know and love her from TV shows like Shrill, Joe Parra Talks With You, also podcasts, Dr. Game Show, Everyday Decisions, and also Unhappy Hour because Joe is a returning guest. We still get DMs about when you were on the pod, Ian. Oh my God. Welcome back to the show. Joe. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's so nice to be part part of the Pineapple Media Company. Thank you. <laughs> yes. You would just shout out the parent company. Give give our <laughs> podcast no credit, <laughs> but sure. <laughs> Do you want to thank, I don't know, Lionsgate while you're at it? Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Lionsgate, for having me on this production. Um, okay. Well, we'll ask you the question that we we always start with, which is, what is one thing you hate that everybody else loves? Okay. I think that, um, I think alcohol makes me sick. And I know this is going to be a bad thing to do on your podcast, <laughs> but it makes me sick. And I don't know what... What are you supposed to do? Um, okay, so elaborate, because alcohol makes everybody sick. It's not supposed to make you feel better. Yeah, it's poison. It turns right. me into poison. It liquefies my bowels. It makes <laughs> me feel sick. I don't know what to do about it. Because you think, you say, let's get a drink. Mm-hmm. That means two drinks. Right, at least. At least two drinks. Yeah. Okay, by drink, 0.5. I'm saying, uh-oh, I'm sick. <laughs> Okay, I don't want to get too personal if you don't want to, but, it, but from context clues that I'm picking up, um, this is a stomach issue, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not projecting onto the, onto that. That is, that is what you're saying. Yeah. What is it that you're drinking? Do we want to, do we want to, you know, call out specific alcohols, put them specific alcohols on blast? 
Okay, I've tried the browns. I've tried the reds. Uh-huh. I've tried the whites. I've tried the yellows. I don't know what other colors to go for. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I do think beer is the one that upsets my stomach the most. But it's usually like the next day. It's not a half uh, half in. This doesn't help you at all, but... No. Okay, here's the thing. Is I just... Okay, so the worst one is the browns. That's uh-huh. the worst one. Okay, your whiskeys, your rums. Right. My favorite. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. It's, it's a, you know, everybody that says, ah, you know, I got my life together. They love the brown ones. Okay, well... Half of yep. that statement is true. Okay. okay. <laughs> and then, and then there's the, you know, the real, uh, the, the tricky ones in your life, they like the clears. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because the clear alcohol is what people who think that they're being healthy trick themselves into, into drinking. Mm-hmm. Clear seems, you know. It seems you like can, less calories or whatever, but it's. You see through it. Yeah. It's not it's yeah. not any better or worse. Yeah, it's like how a gummy bear is, is healthier than, you know, a starburst because you can see through it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I've never thought about that, but that is I, I can't imagine why that wouldn't be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then everybody says, try the natural wines, try the natural wines. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, it's the tannins. I don't know if you're that, f- familiar with this word. That is not even a word, okay? That is the name of a character on Full House. Uh-huh. All right? Sure, yeah. The, I just find that it doesn't... It, the natural wine, I tried the orange, I tried the rose. Yeah. They are coming out with more colors every week of wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am with you, though. I feel like, especially after the last year, my ability to bounce back after even a single drink... I need I need at least 12 hours of recovery per drink that I consume. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that is the conversion. 48 hours. <laughs> if I have four drinks, then I will need at least two days. Uh-huh. That is not even a joke. <laughs> That's just what where my body is at now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, so I didn't think that I would bring this up, but... You know, I just kind of learned about this thing called uh, juice flight. Uh, okay, explain. Okay, and that's where you go to a restaurant, you get four different juices. Right, okay. They're little cups, yeah. little bitty cups. I, I do love the specification of restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and this is not like a juice shop you're going to, or, or so, this is a restaurant that is serving you a juice flight. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you could also do it at like a hotel breakfast bar. You could make a little juice fight. I just think that that is really a cool thing. And I just wonder why maybe bars, maybe you could order, you can't really order juice. No. Mostly because like the orange juice and the cranberry juice that they have, I don't know if you consider that juice. Mm-hmm. But the juice is a perfect drink and it tastes the best. Yeah, yeah, I know uh, you're you're a juice advocate. <laughs> what are what are our top juices? Top juices? I mean, you have to say pineapple. You oh, have to. you have to say pineapple. That would not be in my top three, even. Well, pineapple media, you have to you know respect the parent. <laughs> but I do think I do think. Never thought about juice. pineapple street media more than, <laughs> more than in this interview. <laughs> <laughs> I do think the pineapple is a is an incredible flavor. Uh huh. Incredible. Do you think? Uh, yeah. Sure. Sure. 
I think pineapple is a good accent flavor. Mm. For what's the what's the base? Like, I don't know. I've never just drank pineapple juice mm. straight. Okay. Well, but I've been doing like a lot of baking in the last year. Pineapple yeah. shows up in a lot of stuff to add moisture. Carrot cake, a good carrot yeah. cake has pineapple in it, and you wouldn't even yeah. know. Hummingbird I, cake from the south, that's like banana cake, but it has pineapples oh. in it. So it, it, yeah. it, it accentuates stuff, but on its own, I'm always like, there's only one reason someone straight up drinks pineapple juice. What is it? And it's sexual. Excuse me? I don't know if we want to go or go in this direction. You are I mean, familiar with the, with the common... <laughs> the common... Uh, urban legend. I don't know if we call it uh, that. Pineapple makes a, a, a man's um, discharge. Yeah. <laughs> no better word for that. <laughs> Sweeter. Well, uh, well, I hate to be the one to break this information to you. Wow. So here I am guzzling <laughs> stuff. I not knowing I'm taking away from my friends and neighbors the chance for sweet a sweet semen. That is outburst. true. <laughs> in the it, it, because it is there is a a finite amount of pineapple juice in uh-huh. your area. So every time that you sip it, <laughs> you're taking away <laughs> someone else. <laughs> Um, this is interesting. Yeah, I, w- I have to say, I'm not entirely sure what the effect on uh, on a, a woman goes, is, but but it just goes, you know, for a fact, it goes straight to the balls. I don't know for a fact. No, I mean, I'm just repeating kind of the pseudoscience that I've hmm. internalized. Yeah, soft, soft science. Okay, okay, this is interesting though. This is interesting to know. Uh huh. Uh huh. This, this that's actually helpful for me. Sure, sure. So if you, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're ever in a situation where you're like, you know, I wish this had more flavor, uh-huh. you know, but yeah. again, pineapple juice, an accentuator. Yeah. I see what you mean. I understand. And I wonder if, I mean, I, you know, it's kind of interesting, something I'll never explore, but I wonder if the other juices, you know, it's kind of interesting to think about, you know, I just had, I just had unsweetened cranberry juice for the first time. Oh yeah. Not a fan. I have. Uh, yeah. It, it tastes like, it tastes like, um, kind of like you're just, you know, you're kind of drinking your own blood a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah, it does. It does taste like the cranberries are, are, really mad at you (laughs) yeah yeah uh uh, i'm a i'm a man who uh constantly believes that i have uh, a kidney infection or a uti which is basically impossible for a man uh (laughs) as many doctors have told me (laughs) but that didn't stop me from going straight to the cranberry concentrate that has the uh-huh. warning label on it that says, do not drink this straight out of the bottle. You have to dilute it or you will <laughs> die. And it's still horrible. You can cut it 100% with water and it's still horrible. It tastes so bad. I put, I went down to a single drop per water and it's still like a, ah, every time I took a drink. <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't, I'm not like a big sour kind of like tart flavor person. And that is just straight tart. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like you, yeah, it seems like you, you're taking on a responsibility. So your juices, so we got pineapple at the top. Um, uh-huh. and then what's, what's the next two? Nectar, nectar, nectar. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> it's not even a juice. 
It's just kind of a category. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, like orange. Does no. that make it a bit apple? No. Grape. No. 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 I'm out of juices. Well, it's actually gonna go to tomato. Oh yeah. Yeah. That is a savory category. Yeah. Well, we just start. You know, you start thin, go thicker. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Why is tomato juice so thick? Yeah, it's uh, probably got a little bit of body and um. Right. You know, it's it's like pulp. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. How about a Bloody Mary? Are, are you uh, on board with a Bloody Mary? Well, here's the thing is that I was getting a lot of, uh, I would go out to this bar a lot mm-hmm. and I would order a virgin Bloody Mary. Uh-huh. Which, okay, which is famously big... is just tomato soup. <laughs> but, but, it is, but it is cold uh-huh. and it does have a lot of garnishes. Okay. And it comes in a big tall glass. Right. And it's only really embarrassing for the first uh, 20 seconds when you order it and then the table looks at you. But it is it is a delicious uh, experience. But it is, um, you know, for then I was going getting it for a while and then the the waitress started recognizing me and saying, Virgin Bloody Mary. And that it brought me shame. Yeah. And so I, I said, I'm going to stop ordering this. Uh, that does seem like uh, the type of thing that you don't want to necessarily be known for. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be identified as the Virgin Bloody Mary girl. But it, I mean, if you had a drink, if they're like, well, you can have any drink or you can have this drink that has that tastes like soup and has a bunch of free little snacks. Uh huh. That is true. I I will say the more I think about it, the more I'm like, if you're going to get any drink as a virgin drink, a, a Bloody Mary, like, honestly, the vodka is the weirdest part of a Bloody Mary. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're, you ever, it doesn't belong. You, have, you ever, like, kind of, do you do this thing where you go to bed at nine and then wake up at midnight and then you have three hours to kill? Uh, I have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever Google search Bloody Marys? <laughs> I can't say I have in that time oh. frame. No. But you, do. but you have. Right. Yeah, it's gorgeous stuff. They they do gorgeous stuff. Yeah. In the Midwest, this, this is, a, I mean, people, this is a renaissance. You say something, I'll tell you if it's been on a Bloody Mary. I did see one that had a full burger on yeah. a toothpick. <laughs> yeah, full burger. <laughs> and then, you know, they say slider, but they mean burger. Right. Okay. Little triangle pizza. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw you also had an item on your list about um, not being sure if your clothes are shrinking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Talk me through that struggle. All the clothes are tighter. Uh-huh. All the clothes are tighter. Right. Over the last year. Yeah. No, just, yeah. Yeah. Last couple months. Uh-huh. Yeah. And really so tight. the kind of logical solution is that they all must be shrinking. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or... Over, yeah, they're the bodies. Right, right. I, there and are two options here. <laughs> yeah, you're either getting bigger or the clothes are getting smaller. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to know. Is there an experiment? Probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the. <laughs> I have nothing to add to this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'll let you know. Besides the I'll- fact that I will say, I mean, yeah. Everyone's clothes have gotten have gotten tighter. Maybe you just have to measure your clothes, you know, get out the tape measure, yeah. 
measure the shorts. You want me to, yeah, I could tape measure my shorts. Yeah, for right, sure. Right, right. It's less, uh, it, it's less invasive than measuring yourself. If you measure um, your shorts, you can see whether the short size changes at all. Yeah, you know, and a lot of people say weigh yourself, but actually the scale, no matter Lies. where you put it, is eighty pounds different. Right, right. If you if you lean too far to the left or right, you're gonna get a, a vastly different number yeah. than the day before. Oh, I mean, truly, I'm like going on this thing. I'm saying, oh, oh, alcohol makes me sick. Oh, oh, my pants don't fit. Somebody's gonna be like, you are pregnant. You know <laughs> what I mean? And what if that would be scary, huh? Uh, yeah, that is that is. Have you ever have you ever found out a guest is pregnant on your show? Um, no. But who knows? This could be a, a first. Okay. I did have someone. I was doing a stand-up show uh, in Detroit, uh, and someone asked me to tell their mother after the show that they were pregnant, <gasps> and that was too much responsibility. I don't know if you've ever been asked to do some type of announcement like that, but it was. I absolutely ruined it in a way that I was like now. I feel bad that you put that pressure on me and I like botched your moment. I just like, I just blew the, I like, I just, I just blurted it out. There was no fanfare to it. There was no buildup. And I, (laughs) and then I had to stand there while they like had a moment. It was very uncomfortable. It does. uh, It does seem like a lot of responsibility, but you know that it came from, it came from love, for sure. Yeah, well, it came from love. I don't know if it ended with love. It, de- it possibly didn't end with love. It's, I, you know, I, when I was doing these, I, you know, for a while I was doing kind of any job that came to me. Uh-huh. And, and I did take a job where it was a fake audition. Okay. Did you know it, it was a fake audition? Yeah, I was a fake casting director. Uh-huh. Okay. For these two, one actor was proposing to the other actor. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay, so I was like a casting director. I was like, next, next. Uh-huh. And then this one actor comes in, and then we're supposed to be like, oh, would you mind reading with this other actor? And then they're a couple. Uh-huh. And they do the scene. We say, okay, start the scene. And then they start the scene, and then the one actor proposed to the other actor. Okay. And you just kind of had to sit there and, and continue pretending to be a casting director. Yeah. But then after he, he was like, hey, will you marry me? And then she was like, I don't know. Is this part of the scene? And then she was like, is it real? And then they had, they, they started, um, you know, kissing a lot. Uh-huh. And then we, and then we just kind of sat there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want to be part of anybody's intimate moment. Ever. That was that was an intimate moment because you can't leave. No, no, you know, no, especially we haven't been paid yet. You understand? That's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You have to wait at least until you get the check. Yeah, yeah, but it is an intimate moment. It's you know, it's kind of like you. It makes you realize why they do those Disney weddings at six in the morning, you know, or three a.m. That kind of thing. I'm unfamiliar with that time. I like. Oh. Yeah, if you're gonna get married at Disney, you gotta do it at three a.m., six a.m. You so go into the hair and not, makeup. Uh, yeah, <laughs> dragging any other park goer into your no. moment. They don't want anybody else to have to witness. Yeah, but that if makes you're gonna sense. Get, yeah, 
if you're gonna get married to Cinderella's castle, you're getting up you getting up at three a.m. to get your you know face on. That's true. I will never have to worry about that. You don't want to get married to Disney. Um, you know what? What little girl has not dreamed of that? Uh, you know, do I have pictures of myself under under you know drawings that I did when I was <laughs> four or five in the castle? Sure, <laughs> but the older I get, the more realistic I, you know my dreams have become. Oh dear. Yeah. You know, it's good. It's good to kind of revise the dreams for sure. But yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, different topic. Okay. I was listening to you on, uh, Mike Birbiglia's podcast, um, Uh where you mentioned that you believe people should be eating pizza crust first, which does seem like a hot take. Okay. For all pizza. Okay. Uh, or do you stand by this opinion? Yeah. Where do you hold the pizza from? <sighs> okay. Here's <laughs> the thing. Is that people say, oh, oh, geez, it's so messy to hold. Sure. What's nicer to hold is bread. Uh, I would say that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I, I would agree with that sentiment. You hold a piece of pizza, right? You hold it like this. Right. You're you're kind of gripping the what would be the bread back of it with the what would be the point towards your mouth like an arrow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But usually people are holding it one on the side, one on the back. I've never gone fingers into the cheesy oily top of a piece of pizza not once. Here's the thing, you're using a napkin no matter what. You're using a napkin no matter what. You think you're holding the bread and you're not going I'm going to I'm going to correct myself, actually, because yes. I don't know if you because you're you're from St. Louis, right? Uh-huh. I'm from outside of Chicago and pizza in the Midwest, I think pretty much all over the Midwest is not cut into slices. It's cut into a bunch of squares. Yeah, square beyond compare, yeah. Uh-huh. And so if you, unless you're getting a crust piece, you're you're getting a piece in the center that is entirely just cheese. Yeah, these fingers have held cheese. <sighs> yeah, I have to, unfortunately, I have to retract what I just said yes. and say that I have, I have done that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. But when I have a piece with crust on it, I'm never going in crust first. I'm what always do you do with using... The crust? I'm always using the crust as a handle. Do you eat it? I do. I'm not, yeah, I'm not one of those people who leaves the crust behind. Uh-huh. If you're leaving the crust behind, you've gotten a bad piece of pizza. Interesting. Are you, don't tell me you're a not eat the crust person if you're going no, in no, crust no. first. No, no, that's why I do eat the crust first. Yeah. Get it over with, you know what I mean? And because it's, if you're thinking what's the best bite, is the tip. That is true. That is true. That juicy tip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And so, you know, if, you, uh, if you're getting that done with first, there's, what are you thinking, 10 bites to a pizza? Sure. If you're slow. Depending on the size is, of piece, yeah, and If mouth. your mouth is small, if your mouth is small, you get 10 pieces max. Uh-huh. One bite, the tap. Then the next bite's two bites. Okay, then, I mean, this is like Fibonacci here. Okay, right. the next bite, four bites. Okay, then next bite. I mean, you you can do the math. Anyone can. Yeah. That's like 10 bites. So then, you know, the best one is going to be that tip. That's why I'm saying, why are you wait? You know, you finish this piece of pizza, you think, oh, time to eat bread. Just 
finished a delicious thing, time to eat bread. Yeah. I mean, that sounds fine. That, that sounds fine to me, but I do get I do get where you're coming from. Yeah, no. I mean, that's the thing. Like, if you get a piece of sweet corn, mm-hmm. if you were doing it right, you'd eat the cob first. Never once have I had that thought. Um, but that's actually, I was going to bring up a video that I, uh, that I watched of you making corn chowder. Oh, yeah. Um, your grandma's recipe, right? Yeah. She wrote a cookbook? She wrote a cookbook. She wrote, she wrote two cookbooks. She's, you know, she's busy lady. Prolific cookbook she, author. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, so you made this corn chowder. I've never seen the cob of a chow, of a corn used anywhere. Yeah. yeah, it looked like ratatouille outtakes. It really did not look like a, like a good soup. You uh-huh, know what I mean? Uh-huh. When you have that corn cob floating around in it. No, I mean, it very much looks like you've just kind of dumped uh, the the kind of composting bin back yeah. into what you're cooking. Yeah, you, it looks like you got uh, the, you got uh, some wet trash. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, you got to take that out. But apparently there's a lot of flavor in there. I never knew that. I learned that from that video. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got You know, that's one of those summer soups. You know what I mean? You got that flavor of the, you know, that's one of those summer soups. Yeah. I, I do love a, just a hot milk based soup yeah. on just a blistering summer day. Um, I, know. I want nothing more than like something creamy and heavy that I can eat. I know you. <laughs> yeah, I know you. I just started. I just started eating salads. Okay. Uh, just you in eat kind those? of like life. Or, yeah, you eat those? Uh, yeah, I have occasionally. You know, I like to keep yeah. it. I like to, you know, space them out. So I'm not yeah. having too many in one day. Yeah. 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 It wouldn't be good to eat too many in one day. What do you build? What's your what's your salad look like? I don't know. I don't know how to do anything else besides the lettuce and the dressing. Uh-huh. Are you just getting like a bag of, of iceberg lettuce and then slapping some some ranch on it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're we're using the word salad kind of liberally here. <laughs> But okay, that's a start. I'd say that's okay. where I started at, uh, in my salad journey. When was that? Um, when I first moved to New York. So this should tell you something about kind of the state of mind that I was in when I when I was building that kind of salad. The Uh-oh. kind of like desperate, you know, you you're just kind <laughs> of throwing whatever into a bowl and calling okay. it a meal. Um, oh, yeah. But it sounds like that is what you are doing, kind of perhaps uh-huh. daily now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. But yeah, you just get a big old bowl, dump out a whole bag of iceberg lettuce, mm-hmm. which I would also say nutritionally is basically water. Yeah, yeah, kills bunnies. What? <laughs> is iceberg lettuce lethal to bunnies? Yeah. You find a group of bunnies under a slide. Uh-huh. You know that scenario? Sure, sure. Yeah. Do not give them iceberg. They okay. will explode. You gotta give them the darker lettuces. Okay. Okay. They get too full. They get too full. They keep eating. They get too full. I mean, the rabbits are kind of wild if you think about it. The what they're capable of. Uh huh. In terms of you know, assisting magicians, <laughs> you know, delivering Easter eggs. They take it. No, they they you know they're waste. You know what I mean. Everybody's got it. Uh huh. They pick it back up, put it in their mouth. No, they don't. They chew it, put put it back, poop it out, back out. 
I refuse nope, to believe it's this. Not, it's not done. They got to put it back in their mouth, chew it again, poop, poop, poop it back out. This happens like four times until it's essentially just dust. So you're telling me rabbits are human centipeding themselves <laughs> repeatedly. What could there possibly be of nutritional value? They're sucking the last juice out of that thing. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it's really pretty impressive. If you think about it. What is the point of weight? Uh, that to me says that their body is not extracting the nutrients as it should of the first pass. Interesting interpretation. You know, you're shitting out what should be waste. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, that's actually a very interesting interpretation. I didn't really think about it like that. I kind of thought it was like, just like they're so thorough. Uh, they're kind of getting, you know, turn it into dust. No, it's the opposite. They're not thorough the first time around. And so they had to, it's like sifting through the garbage, which I have done. (laughs) Well, you got it. Yeah. I mean, it's not pleasant to think about, you Uh know what I mean? Eating one's feces until it turns to dust. No. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say I I wanted to have that image in my head (laughs) when I pressed record this morning, but here we are. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Yeah, I was I was also seeing that on uh, in that video you you basically said that you have two kind of meals that you are capable of cooking. Um yeah. has your has your cooking capacity expanded at all in the last year? No. No, it's not. So you're not cooking no. anything more than you were say 9 months ago. No, unfortunately, that's not, yeah, that's, that case is not yeah, the, it's not the case, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a big fan of this, you know, this, there's this pasta sauce. Sure. Can I say the name? Please. Ragu. Rails. Which Which one was it? Rails. Never heard of it, but okay. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about Rayos. Do, do you like sauce? Yeah. You do. I'm a sauce fan. You buy sauce? Um, I haven't in a while, but I've bought it. Yeah. I'm not making my own sauce. Let's put it that way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. I want you to go out buy this sauce. Okay? Right. Don't even think about it. You know, you obviously you're making pasta or whatever. Okay, but open it. Open the jar. You know, take a spoon. Put it in the sauce jar. And tell me that you don't think... Oh, whoa, ho, ho. Are you getting like a basic, your straightforward marinara? Yeah. It's not like marinara with spices. No. Or you're like marinara with herbs. They love to throw Mm-mm. herbs in there. Mm-mm. What is the Rayo's mascot? That's an important part of, of any red, red Italian sauce. Rayo's mascot. I think it's a store. That's a bad mascot. Well, I think that's, you know, it's a store. Uh-huh. And that's the picture that we get. Because, you know, Prego, it's like Prego Raku. They have an, a grandma or there's like a little chef with a hat. Chef Boyardee, mm-hmm. famously a mascot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I can't say I would buy something that just had like a store on the front of the of the jar. Okay, well, I mean, listen, I think that it could kind of be, you know, it's interesting that's how you purchase things. You know, that kind of makes it tricky, doesn't it? You know what I mean? That means you're really only, you know, Frosted Flakes and, um, you know, this, um, you're mostly cereals, you know, and that's hard. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I, I, I do appreciate that your assumption about me is that I would just would be attracted to Tony the Tiger. <laughs> you just went right for if I'm a visual, if I'm a kind of visual purchaser, mm-hmm. then obviously I would buy Frosted Flakes because he is a tiger on his hind legs. Tony the Tiger, I don't know if you're familiar. I sometimes frequent some some of the less um, savory parts of the Internet. Yeah. Frosted Flakes had to like admonish the, the, the community of Frosted Flakes fans because Tony the Tiger was being overly sexualized. How much do you think of Tony Ways, if you had to guess? I mean, this is really putting your... your, your... Yeah, I would put Tony... See, the thing is, he is a tiger. He has a lot of mass, yeah. mm-hmm. but he also is fairly lean. But muscle weighs more than fat, so... Mm-hmm. I would put him maybe at like two, two sixty, two seventy. <laughs> yeah. Would you guess yeah. more or less? Yeah. No, I would put him at two sixty for sure. I think that you know, and I could see him wearing you know really tall pants. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm getting I'm getting confirmation that a tiger. Okay, this is a wildly, <laughs> a tiger weight in pounds ranges from 143 to 683. <gasps> Okay, that's a big difference. Yeah, so we were in that range, but also that is that could be anything. Well, I mean, while you're getting confirmation, why don't you go ahead and ask whoever how much baby weighs? Baby tiger or baby human? Baby human. All right. The aver- I, be- I bet it's wildly, you know, it varies. Okay, according to the WHO, the World Health Organization, hmm. FYI, the average birth weight for male babies is do you have a guess for pound and ounces five five pounds zero ounces yeah wrong oh it is seven pounds six ounces that is the average Mm. for a for a male a female baby seven pound two ounces so babies are bigger than we think you know i say this with like truly compliments in my heart but for what i know of you i bet you were a long baby (laughs) Um, I am currently six feet, three inches yeah. tall. Yeah, you're long. You're long. I could confirm my length at birth because my, for some reason, my birth certificate is within, um, you know, basically arm's reach. <laughs> but I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly how long I was, nor do I know what you would consider a long baby. Mm. I know what I would consider a long baby. How long is a long baby? Okay, we're getting a visual estimation. That could be, that's about, I don't know, 20 inches? Yeah, that seems like a pretty long baby. That is a horrifically long baby, a monstrously <laughs> long baby. Um, yeah, I don't even know where, to, where we go from here, besides the fact that now I am compelled to find out how long I was at birth. Yeah, can um, you tell us? You will have to give me like one second to go okay. grab my birth certificate. Okay. I <laughs> if think you that really want to know. I think fans will want to know. Okay. What I will ask um, while I go grab that is I was watching, you did a little a little segment called Rate This Cookie. Wow. Right. Um, where you had strangers rate, rate cookies. But really it was an attempt to try to make friends. Yeah. Would you consider that a success? I would say most people, you know, they had a choice of taking $50 or becoming my friend. Right. And most people did take the $50. <sighs> okay. I see. I see. Which it is, is tough. It is a tough time right now. So I understand why people would opt 
Yeah, it's um, you know, learned a lot about. Yeah. Right. Right. Did you learn uh, anything about your your own personal cookie preferences? I will say that um, you know, what's the best kind of cookie is one that's kind of you know, it kind of comes off waxy and you think it's going to be kind of unpleasant and then it turns out to be delicious a waxy cookie yeah i've never encountered a waxy cookie i bet you have i can't think of one describe what a, a waxy cookie is like thin mint thin mint is not a waxy cookie yeah Ugh. do you think it would melt do you think it would melt is that our definition of waxy put it if you put a thin mint in your mouth uh-huh. It doesn't taste like anything for a couple minutes. Right, right. I mean, there is, yeah, there there is a kind of coating on it mm-hmm. of unidentifiable substance, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it waxy. What would you call it? Tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of medium, I guess. Yeah. Well done. Well done, cookie. Okay, I have my birth certificate. I cannot wait to find out how long you were. Let's see how much I weighed. Does this information even exist on here? I don't know if it does. <laughs> well, what does it have on it? What are our choices to find out information about you? Okay, it has my birthday, time of birth, my name, my blood type, where I was born, where it was signed. Wow, this is disappointing. It does not have my weight or length. What? I guess birth certificates just don't have that information. Very curious. There's no way of knowing now. That was, uh, you know, it's kind of an interesting thing because a lot of people would say I'm really let down by that. But also it's kind of a to be continued. Yeah. I mean, now now I'm on sort of a hunt for that information. I mean, you just turned this podcast into Riverdale. That's true. Yeah. To complicate it even further, I was one of those one of those babies that like, you know, the, the um, umbilical cord got wrapped around <gasps> my little neck. So. Oh, no. It was very Riverdale-esque in that, like, you know, there was perhaps a murder at play, you know, near death. The picture picture that they took of me, you know, that first picture that they take was very kind of Twin Peaks-y. Can we just, until we know, did you have glasses as a baby? (laughs) Yeah. That's the first accessory they put on me. Even before I got swaddled in a blanket. They put on what well, a pair of Warby Parkers. <laughs> can you imagine? I mean, can you imagine? Just I'm just thinking of a long baby mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with little glasses. Oh, yeah, what a horrifying sight. <laughs> I I don't really know where to go from there, or if we okay. we even should. Um, well, you know, waxy yeah. cookies. Uh, long yeah, babies with glasses. I feel like on that note, you know what? Where can um, where can people find you and oh. your work? Well, yeah, I don't know exactly at this point. That's a good question. Are you doing uh, shows? Are you starting to do shows, or is that I'm still st- up in the I'm air? St- it's up in the air. I'm, I, you know, I don't really update my website. Yeah. Who does? It's hard to say who does, but um, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna yeah. I'm kind of trying to spend a lot of time at Panera, Uh and um, there's a couple of them. 
Yeah. Well, there's only so one I know of, actually, and it's in Union Square. Is it still open? Yeah. There, yeah, there's Panera. Uh-huh. And um, and uh, I guess that you could go to the, my Instagram, but I'm not really posting a lot. It's not really a rewarding follow. You know what I mean? You know what? It's worth it if if only to to know, you know, when you do post, it's that rare gem of yeah. a, a hit of Joe. I also just want to apologize because, you know, you were supposed to do my podcast. Oh, right, and right, then, right. And then extenuating circumstances happened and you couldn't do it on that recording date. And then the podcast did get canceled. <laughs> I did remember I that was the day um, that I threw out my back and I could not I could not exist in any position outside of just fully horizontal, Um, (laughs) which would a not have made for a very exciting episode of your podcast and and B um, would have been quite painful. So um, it wasn't supposed to happen, but I do feel bad that it never happened. That that is I feel bad about that. You know, it. I wish we could have gotten you on the show before it was unfortunately um, ended. It's fine. I okay. I will recover and then, you know, whatever fabulous thing you do next, okay. I will be. Okay, I'll have you on something else that, that's really good before it gets canceled, okay? Right. Amazing. <laughs> All right. On that note, um, okay. thank you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. And that is it for our special double feature of our interviews with Joe Firestone. We'll be back with another special rerun, and then we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming after that. Love ya. Bye.